Okay, okay. Yeah, they've been using that to divide us for a long time. Is that about to change? That's the question. Hopefully, that's about to change. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Tyree TV. Please, if you like this type of content, please like, share, subscribe, and comment. Our comments are welcome as long as it's tasteful and respectful. Now, you know how I like to do it. Let's jump right into it. Uh, for so long now, we're talking about years, decades, centuries. The one thing that the evil, I guess you can say the evil people have used against the American citizens is race. Black versus white versus Hispanic versus Asian versus whatever. Um, I'm hoping that's going to change. And what made me think about that is I saw this article. Um, I guess I'll go and share it with you right now. This article here. Big League Politics. I'm kind of new to this particular this particular little uh this particular media outlet here but i saw this article and I, I believe i just had to say something about it goes on to say that armed black activist groups march in austin in favor of immigration restriction hmm was that expected i don't know was it expected goes on to say on september 24 2022 armed activists were joined by several groups of black self-defense organizations during a demonstration in front of the Texas State Capitol in Austin, Texas. Curiously, these organizations were calling for immigration restriction and securing the southern border. So I guess this uh, these black activists uh, basically kind of surprised some people that they were actually marching um, in defense of immigration restriction they want immigration restriction um and you can you can you can really say that just seeing a black uh group peacefully marching unlike other groups you know like blm and all of those groups they're out there destructing things seems as though this particular group here was not doing that they were peacefully marching uh just basically trying to get their voices heard but uh, let's go on to see what it says here. It says this group faced strong opposition from several Trump supporters and other protesters who were congregating around the Texas state capitol to support January 6 prisoners. A quote unquote Second Amendment unity walk took place at this march where demonstrators walked peacefully with firearms. So what I'm seeing here is Trump supporters were here. And other protesters were congregating there also and they're kind of facing opposition from one another now i'm pretty sure well my, my question is did one group know why the other group was there because in this particular instance they have a common goal and their common goal the trump supporters that were there and and the uh the, the black activist group that was there they have a common goal and their common goal is to basically end illegal immigration, you know, close the border, shut the door. 
Now, I don't know if they communicated this. See, I think they would be great if those two groups could come together and communicate this. Like, look, we're not trying to disrespect you. We're not trying to interrupt what you're doing, but we have a common goal and we need our voices heard just like you need your voices heard. So I would say those Trump supporters that were there, along with this group, they need to come together and and and, and do some things, talk about some things. That's just my opinion, though. Uh, let's go on to see what it says here. It says, according to the Daily Mail, in addition to the Elmer, and I'm trying to read that there, I'm not, I, the Elmer Geronimo, uh, Pratt Pistol and Rifle Gun Club, groups such as the Black Riders Liberation Party participated in the march. Reparations now, the group yelled. We don't we don't say hands up, don't shoot, one demonstrator proclaimed. Guns up, they chanted, shoot back. And and then I would say as long as you're protecting yourselves and and and, and defending yourselves, not calling for any violence, that's fine. But that's that's your right, you know, uh to defend yourselves. Uh but I hope they know that the group that they was that was there in the area, according to this article, the the, the Trump supporters group uh, opposing the January six prisoners. You guys are kind of on the same team. I don't know if you do that. You ever seen two people arguing back and forth, or two groups arguing back and forth, and then you realize maybe in in the middle of the argument or the debate or at the end that they kind of were on the same side. That's how I feel about this. Uh, the activists continue to continue their march across Austin while holding a massive sign that read or uh, that read reparations now. Close the borders, the group chanted. One group chanted, build the wall. Immigrants, we've been here. Another person shouted, take your a home. So look like they're definitely in favor of closing, uh, closing the borders, building the wall. And for those the illegal immigrants to take their butts back home. That's what this group, this black activist group is in favor of. But I, let's see why. I think they're going to tell us in here why they're in favor of it. Uh, quote. What do we want? Closed borders. What do we when do we want it now? The groups would continue chanting once they reach the, the Capitol building. A speaker listed off the group's political demands as reparations now, daily nation, a stop to illegal immigration. Hmm. Nick Bezel, one of the activists involved with the pro-black organization present, present at the demonstration, revealed that these groups have plans of heading to Texas State House in January to lobby for immigration restriction legislation. Okay, okay. Quote, we do have a problem with illegal immigration, he stated, because a lot of times jobs are taken away from black people. Black people are locked uh, out from employment due to illegal immigration, unquote. While many people will likely be scratching their heads at this scene, it's not out of the ordinary. From Booker T. Washington to Barbara Jordan, there has been a strong proclivity for immigration restriction among the African-American population. Even in the present foundational black American Activists such as Tariq Nasheed back immigration restriction. Okay. The influx of immigrants, especially Hispanics, have been seeing the de facto ethnic cleansing of blacks to take blacks take place in Los Angeles and Miami. So basically what they're saying is 
these particular groups here are saying they don't want immigration because the immigrations, especially the, well, I would say the illegal immigration, the illegal immigration or the illegal immigrants are basically taking jobs that black people could have that legal citizens, legal United States citizens that are black have. Uh, I agree with that, but I also believe it's taking jobs from some white people and some legal, you know, legal residents of the United States that are white and Hispanic, you know, and, and, and maybe even Asian for that matter. So I, I agree with what they're saying. I also agree that it's not, it's not just taking jobs away from black people, but other races too, who are here legally in the United States, you know, uh, American citizens. Just like mass migration displaces working class whites, this process also displaces blacks. Perhaps blacks sh should set their grievances with whites to the side and make common cause with them to protect the historic American nation from the nonstop deluge of foreign, foreign immigrants that has befallen the U.S. I agree with that. The illegal immigrants, I agree with that. You know, first of all, black people, you know, blacks and whites should set their grievances aside anyway, because that's what they're using to destroy this country. That's what they're using to destroy America. The differences are the little small, petty differences that, you know, that, that are between blacks and whites. And if blacks and whites could set that aside and come together, you know, unite together, first of all, that would be the biggest fear ever in this world is you have all black America on, on one accord with all white America, that, that would be scary for every other country, every other nation, and those in this country who want to see the vision. That would be very scary for them. They would be afraid. That's not what they want. But goes on to say petty racial grievances will ultimately lead to the destruction of this great nation. See, as I just said, yeah, it's going. That's that's what they're using to destroy the nation. Hopefully, the next generation of right-wing nationalists stick to their guns and make immigration a key issue that unites working-class Americans of all races and creeds. That's what I'm talking about. That statement right there is that's that's a very strong statement. And if we could all like get that statement right there and put it on a T-shirt or put it on a a bulletin board or something or, or on a um, what do you call it a um, I don't know. Just put it where people can see it. You know, that right there would be great. There is no need for racial pandering for this movement to come into fruition. Yeah, I agree with that because certain political parties try to pander, but they're pandering for the wrong reasons. I'll say mostly the Democratic Party do, does a lot of pandering, but they're pandering for the wrong reasons. Uh, I, I like what this is saying. I just would hope that all the groups who are marching, you know, the, the, the pro-black groups and the Trump supporters come together because they have a common goal, maybe even a common enemy, but definitely a common goal. And that's to stop the illegal immigration. So as the article said here, need to put all the, all the petty grievances aside and come together and do what's right for the United States of America. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the biggest fear for those 
the elites and those who want to quote unquote take over the world is for black Americans and white Americans and even Hispanic Americans and Asians, just basically Americans, period. Americans of all races, ethnicities, whatever, come together, be on one accord, do what's best for the United States of America. And most politicians, I definitely believe the current leadership, but most politicians don't really want that. But there are still a few out there who do. And the few out there who do are definitely being criticized right now. So uh, we'll see. You know, I think to a certain extent, you know, maybe Donald Trump wants it. You know, maybe Greg, uh, Ron DeSantis wants it. Maybe Greg Abbott wants it. Uh, there are uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, Herschel Walker, uh, you know, people like that. They they definitely want it. But we'll see. Uh, what do you all think about this? This is. This is something you want to see. It just seemed like they need to come together a little more. They need to talk like leaders of these groups need to come together and say, hey, these are our grievances, you know. And the other groups say, hey, these are our grievances. Come together, find that common ground. And let's get some work done. Let's let's save this country. But what do you all think about that? Please let me know in the comments. Also, I saw this other article here. You know, as a believer in Christ, a Christian, this one here definitely stood out to me. Right here, according to Fox News, says Los Angeles pastor John MacArthur publicly rebukes Gavin Newsom for diabolical policies invoking Jesus. Pastor John MacArthur, MacArthur, I can't get this guy's name right. It seems so simple. Pastor John MacArthur warned Newsom his soul lies in grave eternal peril after having twisted the words of jesus now when i saw that i had to dig into this uh <laughs> into this story and see what was going on goes on to say a prominent christian pastor in los angeles issued an open letter thursday that rebuked democratic california governor gavin newsom for his recent multi multi-state billboard campaign that promoted abortion by quoting jesus hmm pastor john MacArthur, 83 who serves as the senior pastor of Grace Community Church in Los Angeles, also accused the governor of exhibiting a worldview whose diabolical diabolical efforts have effectively trashed the state, leading to epidemics of crime, homelessness, sexual perversions like homosexuality and transgenderism, and other malignant expressions of human misery that stem directly from corrupt public policy. That right there, statement, that's another one of those statements that need to go on the billboard because I don't live in California, don't want to live in California. But from what I've seen and from what I've heard people that live out there say, that is a true statement. Goes on to say Newsom met with the met with outrage uh, earlier this month from Christians who took offense when his gubernatorial campaign erected billboards. Basically, he erected billboards where in states where abortion is outlawed or restricted, urging women in such states to come to California to abort their babies. Why can't this guy just worry about his own state? Either he's, he's talking about Texas, he's talking about Florida, whatever. This guy can't even handle the business uh, properly in his or correctly in his home state. Like he's running that state in the ground. So why do he? I don't understand that. It's just like a parent 
who has kids in their home who are, you know, drug users and gangbangers. And they're, but they're telling some other parents how to parent their kids. Gavin Newsom's kind of doing the same thing. He's trying to tell Texas what to do and Florida what to do and maybe some other states what to do, maybe even Arizona. But California is trash right now. And I know that there's some good people in California. I know that there are a lot of people in California who don't necessarily approve of Gavin Newsom. So if you are those people, hang in there, stay strong. You know, um, you know, why do you think so many people have moved out of California in the past couple of years? Because they're tired of this guy. You know, and uh, the, the pastor here, Pastor uh, MacArthur, he's basically saying this guy's evil, which he hasn't do anything. He hasn't done anything so far to prove that he's not evil. I can tell you that. But let's go on and see what the article says here. Some versions of the billboards advertise California's easily obtainable abortions by quoting Mark 12, 31, where Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than these. Wow. This goes to show, too. Every time you go, we go to church and you go sit down in the pews or the chairs, whatever. And doesn't matter who the pastor is. Every time you say pastor behind a pulpit, a pulpit with the Bible, reading scripture and teaching does not mean they're using the word of God for good. See, a lot of people who, a lot of black people who say that, okay, this is a white man's religion and white people use Christianity for evil, which some did. But this is an example of using Christianity and Bible verses for evil. Uh, there are a lot of people that use it for evil, even black black churches. You know, black, there are black pastors out there, black leaders out there who use, you know, the Bible for evil when they should be using it for good. That's basically what, for what I'm seeing here, in my opinion, that's basically what Pastor MacArthur is saying that Governor Newsom is doing. He's using the Bible for evil. And I can't, I'm not the one, I can't, I don't, you know, I can't say who's going to heaven and who's going to hell, but I can tell you this, if you continue to use the word of God for evil, you know, eternity is not looking good for you. As some of the older Baptist pastors used to say, you know, you keep doing that, you'll bust hell wide open. Now, is it too late? No. You know, there's still time for him to be saved and, 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 you know, repent and everything to God, the name of Jesus. But if he keeps doing what's, what he's doing right now, you know, I mean, it's not looking that good. Uh, I don't know his relationship, talking about Gavin Newsom. I don't know his relationship with God or Jesus, but he's not doing Christ-like things. Let's put it that way. He goes on to say some members of the clergy and other Christian Christians uh, excoriated Newsom for including Jesus in his pro-abortion billboards, deeming them disgusting, satanic, and one of the worst distortions of a Bible passage ever seen. I agree. Couldn't have said it better myself. You know, it's disgusting and satanic. One of the worst distortions of a Bible passage I've ever seen, unquote. That is... Uh, 
in my opinion that i mean yeah no that's that's the truth that is the truth either you're for god or you're against god you can't sit here and and you know basically be a be a, a what i call a verse picker where you pick this verse or this passage of scripture and say oh yeah this is good but the rest of the bible is not you see what i mean or take the word of god and use it for what you want to use it for satan actually did that to be honest with you when he tempted jesus in the wilderness he tried to take the word of god and use it back against jesus i don't know if you all remember that but jesus staying true he was not tempted and eventually satan fleed went away right same thing that they're doing with these billboards here you're trying to use God's word uh, uh, against him. Wow, this is that's that's uh, you're doing exact that. You see, they use the word satanic. It just hit me that that is exactly what Satan tried to do to Jesus. Take the word of God and turn it into something that is not. Satan tried to take the word of God and use it for his favor. Wow. That's crazy. Exact same thing that this guy's doing. Quote, in mid-September, you revealed to the entire nation how thoroughly rebellious against God you you are when you sponsor billboards across America promoting the slaughter of children whom he creates in the womb, MacArthur wrote. Quote, you further compounded the wickedness of that murderous campaign with the reprehensible act of gross blasphemy quoting the very words of Jesus from Mark 12, 31, as if you could somehow twist his meaning and arrogate his name in favor of butchering unborn infants, unquote. The pastor continued. Man, this pastor's on it right now on this. He's on it with this. He's definitely on it. Quote, furthermore, you choose words from the lips of Jesus without admitting that in the same moment he gave the greatest commandments. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. You cannot love God as he commands while aiding in the murder of his image bearers. Unquote, MacArthur said. Wow. You know what? I want to read that again. Quote, furthermore, you choose words from the lips of Jesus without admitting that in the same moment he gave the greatest commandment. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. You cannot love God as he commands while aiding in the murder of his image bearers, unquote, MacArthur said. That right there just goes back to what I was saying. He picks out a few verses, Gavin Newsom I'm talking about, just as Satan did, and... He tries to use them for his advantage, but he leave out the ones that does not benefit him. Like this one here, the passages brought up. You should love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. Wow. I, I, I hope I hope the Christians out there are looking at this. You Christians out there in California, I hope that you're seeing what this guy is doing. Or anywhere. Christians anywhere. See how he's using the word of God um for his own selfish purposes in a not so christ-like manner 
MacArthur went on to express concern that Newsom's soul lies in grave, eternal peril for having twisted the words of the Bible and that he will someday be called to give an account before God for his actions as governor. That's right. We all got to give an account before God at some point or another. So that's what I always tell people that, that what I believe is, you know, are you willing to stand before God and give account to everything you've done, everything you've said, everything you've thought? And that's the good part about knowing Jesus is we've been forgiven for those sins. But if you haven't even accepted Jesus yet, where does that leave you? That leaves you with eternal damnation. And I'm not saying someone's going to hell and someone's not. I'm just telling you, the Bible clearly makes that point. If you don't believe in Jesus, you have eternal damnation. Quote, our church and countless Christians nationwide are praying for your full repentance. Absolutely. I love the way he finished up and started with this. He finishing up with this. We're praying for you. Because that's what God calls us to do. We may not agree with you. We may not even like you. But as a human being, we love you and we're praying for you. Please respond to the gospel. Forsake the path of wickedness you have pursued all your life. Turn to Christ. Ask for forgiveness and use your office to advance the cause of righteousness. As is your duty, instead of undermining it, as has been your pattern. Unquote. MacArthur admonished. Wow. And of course, the. Newsom campaign did not respond to Fox News Digital's request for comment by time of publication. I think Pastor MacArthur hit the nail on the head here. You know, I just thank God for giving him the courage and the boldness to step up because there are a lot of Christian pastors out there that are not stepping up right now. They're doing whatever, quote unquote, leadership tell them to do. That's what they're doing. And most people say, well, you know, you're supposed to obey the law in the land, as it says, in, I think in Romans, obey the law of the land. But here's the thing. When the law of the land is evil and corrupt, do you obey it? Do you obey God or do you obey man? You obey God. So anything that anyone does that's against God, you still obey God. I, I can get into that a little more, but at the end of the day. You know, if you the Bible says if you're lukewarm, God's going to spew you out of his mouth. He does not like lukewarm. He does not like you going in a little bit, but not quite all the way. You know, I want to get in. I want to be a Christian at the same time. Uh, you know, I want to serve God. But at the same time, I want to serve leadership. I want to serve politics. I want to serve man. Just saying. You, you got to pick one at some point. You know, now is the time. There is no more straddling the fence. No more lukewarm. Either you all in for God or you're not. And if you're not all in for God, you still have a chance to be. Because every day he wake you up and put breath in your lungs. That is another day, another opportunity to come to know Jesus. I hope y'all get that. I hope y'all get that. Including the leadership, including politicians. Because none of them have more power than God. Anyways, what do y'all think about this? Uh, let me know in the comments. Uh, please like, share, subscribe. Please comment. Uh, also, this is being brought to you, uh, sponsored by Tirade TV. Uh, to actually, sponsored by TirateTV.com. Uh, go on there. 
Has some great t-shirts on there. Some Christian God-loving, God-fearing t-shirts. Uh, has some hoodies on the way. There's also some Freedom Pro-America uh, t-shirts on there. Definitely help support the channel. Definitely appreciate it. Why I can come to you all like this. Uh, we can minister to each other. You know, I can get on here and say that I can minister to you in a certain way. But I'm also knowing that in your comments, I may learn something from you guys, from you all. I hope I do. So with that in mind, um, we must continue to be a praying nation or praying people and a praying nation. See you.